You are now listening to Good Skin Circle with your host, Ashley Curtis. You may know me as Ageless Ashley in the beauty and wellness community, where I share holistic skincare tips, daily inspiration, and teach you how to glow from the inside out. I created this podcast to help you refine your self-care strategies, get crystal clear on your business manifestations, and to provide skincare information based on science, human biology, and metaphysics. What's up, Good Skin Circle? I just finished my third and final live Q&A for the eight-week mastermind course some of you may have seen me promoting earlier this year called the Six Figure Beauty Business Blueprint that was created by Reyes Schwartz, better known as Bosses and Beauty on Instagram. And wow, you guys, what an amazing experience I had connecting and sharing my knowledge with you all. Over 300 lovely ladies said yes to this course in 2021, and I cannot even begin to describe the incredible energy and inspiration within and surrounding this really thoughtfully designed coaching program for beauty professionals. It has truly been a highlight of my career to be part of the transformation and growth process of each and every one of you, and I wanted to give some of that energy back to my community here at Good Skin Circle, so I will be answering five of my most commonly asked questions for you in this short micro episode. So without further ado, let's get into it. Kylie asks, I have always been opposed to charging for add-ons and I want to include them in my facials. How can I have all-inclusive treatments when I'm afraid of charging really high prices because I'm still fairly new to providing facial services? So my first question for you, Kylie, is uh, why are you afraid of charging higher prices? Do you feel like you don't have enough training or enough experience? And my first thoughts, depending on your answers, are don't be afraid to charge what your service is worth. You have a license and you do facials for a reason. Your hands are full of magic and you are the professional. People come to you for solutions to their skin problems because that is what you do. My best advice would be to get as much facial training and advanced education from the skincare lines you're working with as you possibly can. And if you're not 100% confident in the service you're offering, in the services that you're offering, don't offer them yet and get some more hands-on practice with friends and family until you get to that 100% confident in all that you're offering mark in your career. Because the skincare industry is saturated and people only want to go to experts at this point. So you have to be savvy, make sure you feel like an expert no matter how much or how little experience you have. Also, stand in your worth and remember that when someone gives you money, it's an exchange for your energy and for your skills that took blood, sweat, and tears and time to develop. As far as pricing and being concerned about having an all-inclusive facial versus a basic facial with lots of add-ons, remember this one thing. Basic facials attract basic clients. What kind of clients do you want to attract? This is how you should design and develop your facial menu. Rather than worrying about what your less than ideal client would want, always consider what your best client would want and aim to serve that person. Always aim to serve your best and most ideal client. 
Sonia asks, you talked previously about how instead of discounts, you would rather set your prices where they should be and add more value for your clients, like giving samples with online orders, or if they purchase a certain amount in person, giving them a little bit extra. Do you have, or have you, have you ever had problems with clients taking advantage of samples? Like instead of them purchasing retail sizes of products the next time, they expect more samples or they will only use the samples. How did you, or would you prevent that from happening? My answer is that I don't worry about getting anything back for what I give away. I look at the samples I give away and at the extras that I always add in as karmic transactions. And I know that by over providing value, it will be impossible for my clients to not know that I care about them and that I care about their results. If we focus on being transactional and worry about not getting anything in return when we give things away, we're actually giving energy and life into the things that we don't want to happen. So I'd rather just let go of the worry and the scarcity mindset of you owe me this because I gave you that and know that I'm doing everything I can to help someone achieve their wildest skin dreams. When you do everything you can to help the people who come into your business, you're making room for those same people to do everything that they can to help you and help your business thrive. It's all about mindset. My next question is from Judith and she asks, I know you don't do a lot of discounting of services and products, which I am totally aligned with, but at the beginning and when you were opening your business, did you get new clients and reviews from doing something else or how did you get referrals and reviews without offering monetary incentives? This is a great question. And I already had a very strong and established clientele when I opened my business. I wasn't super concerned with getting new clients, but I will say that by adding more value versus giving discounts, every single one of my clients tries to send me referrals regularly. My philosophy is really rooted in providing more value rather than discounting my worth and discounting what my services are worth. And that's what has worked for me. In regards to reviews, I regularly post good reviews on my social channels, like on my Instagram and in stories, and that definitely encourages my golden clients to write reviews. I also have a link to my review sites like Yelp and my email signature, and I find that's an easy way to prompt anyone who I'm communicating with, like clients and virtual clients via email. Danielle asks, I have a lot of clients that ask for skincare that they can get at a local pharmacy or at a drugstore, even after I hand them what I want them to use or give them specifics about the professional products that I recommend. I usually tell them that I don't know much about over-the-counter products and only recommend what I have, but a lot of the clients who want over-the-counter recommendations still don't take my advice. Do you have this issue? If so, what do you do? I feel like I had this issue a lot more when I was first starting out, um, but I always explain to clients and communicate to them that over-the-counter products are not elegant enough to perform. Over-the-counter products are designed to look good and feel good and smell good, and professional products are designed to perform and do what they are advertised to do. Professional products have clinical studies backing their claims, and the formulas have so much research and development behind them that over-the-counter products just don't have. Companies that sell over-the-counter products 
put the bulk of their money toward marketing and packaging, whereas companies that sell professional products put the bulk of their money toward research and development and designing products that actually work. So communicating that is the best thing you can do. Sometimes drugstore brands and and drugstore products, over-the-counter products are labeled and have claims that dermatologists approve or test them, but there's literally no evidence available to consumers that supports that claim or those claims. You can always offer to send your client studies from the companies you work with if they can provide you with that info. For example, is clinical and DMK both make these studies available to their partners, and you should be able to contact your local sales rep and get your hands on those studies if they exist. And for is clinical in particular, all of their white paper studies are available in PDF form, and you can download them on their online education platform that's available to you if you're a partner. Eventually, once you start giving your clients products that really perform and really work and you get them hooked on one or two products that will start really working to change their skin, they'll start trusting your recommendations and they won't question you anymore. So always give them a superstar product or samples of a superstar product from whatever line you're using, like a serum or something with growth factors or a highly concentrated product that's going to deliver fast results and they'll keep coming back for more. Cassie asks, what resources do you like to use to continue your aesthetics education? Do you go to conventions, subscribe to a magazine, take classes, or something else? My answer is all of the above. I try to attend and register and hold myself accountable for two advanced trainings per month. Pre-COVID, I went to every single trade show, and I'm so, so excited for the Vegas trade show this year in June. Me and one of my girlfriends who lives in San Francisco, Celia, shout out to Celia, just planned our trip there, and I can't wait to meet some of you who I only know from Instagram. I also subscribe to American Spa Magazine, Dermascope, Skin Ink Magazine, and New Beauty is one of my favorite publications. I've really developed the mindset of being a forever student, and I'll typically sign up for and attend whatever trainings are in my vicinity and available to me, depending on my schedule. So I'd really encourage everyone to just develop that mindset of being a forever student in the industry that we're in. It's uh, always evolving, and it's always changing, and there's always a new product. There's always a new treatment. So very, very important to just, you know, keep yourself accountable and give yourself some kind of goal to attend a few trainings a month like I do, or maybe a few trainings every quarter, but do something or have someone else like a a friend or maybe a partner hold you accountable to that if you can't do it by yourself, because it'll really change the game for you. And it'll really, really help you in your career. And it'll just help you keep growing. So there you have it. I hope you found some value in hearing a few of my most frequently asked questions and that you were able to kind of cherry pick anything that resonated with how you're aiming to grow your business. Everyone is so different and there is no right or wrong way to grow, but we really have to just follow what we know in our hearts to be true for ourselves and have the discernment 
for what's worthwhile while in our own journey. No two paths are the same and we shouldn't ever compare ourselves to others and we should be especially mindful not to compare our speed to the speed of other people in our community. The only person you should ever be competing with is the person in the mirror and the person you were yesterday or last week or last month or last year. And as always, don't forget to celebrate how far you've come and the place that you're in now because if you're on the path of self-improvement and you've been on this path for a while and you own a business that's growing, there was likely a time in your life when you dreamed about being where you are now. So keep that in mind. Gratitude is everything. I am so insanely grateful for each of you. Have an amazing day and thank you so much for tuning in. Love and blessings to all. If you enjoyed this episode, definitely send it to a friend or to a colleague or to anyone who could benefit. This is how I find some of my favorite podcasters and I truly believe in the power of paying it forward when it comes to education. I also want to encourage you if you want to win a free coaching session with me to go and leave me a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. I'll be giving away one free coaching session per month and announcing them right here first. You can find me on Instagram at AgelessAshley and you can shop my carefully curated collection of performance skincare at evolveskinandwellness.com slash shop. See you next week.